welcome, Janika. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Doing all right. So, Janika, first of all, tell me about uh, yourself. What's the role that you play at Microsoft? Yeah, absolutely. So, I've been with the Microsoft stores for four years. Uh, actually, yeah, this is like my four-year anniversary, I think, today or the, or the next day. So um, I've been with Microsoft for four years, and I work in the retail space. And currently, I'm working as an assistant store manager um, for Microsoft with a heavy focus on uh, getting the proper trainings to our enterprise customers. So training them on like Microsoft Teams uh, and the entire Microsoft 365 platform. And then on top of that, I'm also the co-founder and co-chair of blocks at Microsoft Canada. Uh, how's your people manager experience been going in this remote fashion? It's been it's been very interesting. Uh, I, it, it was something I wasn't expecting at all. Uh, yeah. You know, as you like learn and you talk with people, you you learn social cues and and as I'm speaking with my hands now, you can kind of see how somebody's feeling. But learning how to lead in a remote setting is a whole nother beast because as we're going through this crisis and as we've been going through a lot uh, in this last, you know, short four month period, um, we kind of learned to be vulnerable with each other and we've built some great connections. So um, I'm, I'm thankful for the experiences that I've had so far. We're sitting here in June 2020. And if you ask any one of us today, hey, why do we need a employee resource group called Blacks at Microsoft Canada? Anyone mm -hmm. at Microsoft Canada would absolutely get why we need it. I bet though that you guys didn't think of starting an employee resource group uh, in the month of June. I have a feeling this took a lot longer than, you know, suddenly emerging in June 2020. So tell me a little bit about the journey. When did you and John start thinking about it? What is the work that yeah. you need to do? It was something that I knew that we needed in Canada. And I actually, John and Anna's story is interesting because we were on a similar path, almost parallel until we met at the right moment to get this done. And uh, before I was an assistant manager with Microsoft, I, I had a different role and it was uh, a business expert role. And, um, you know, I, I kind of realized I was the only black business expert in the Canadian market. Hmm. And I, I looked a little bit further into it, right? I was like, okay, well, how many um, product advisors or salespeople do we have in the retail space mm -hmm. Canada-wide that are black? How many assistant store managers did we have? How many store managers did we have? Who on our Canadian leadership team was black, right? And I, I did my calculations and in the retail space, um, there wasn't a lot. It was, the number made me sad and um, I started thinking to myself, how are we creating a space for people of color uh, within uh, the within Microsoft Canada? Mm -hmm. uh, and myself and my other assistant store manager, Tanya Brown, uh, we decided, you know what? We're going to start BAM Canada. And uh, ERG groups are usually start, started by somebody in the corporate space. So being from retail, we had our own um, bumps mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and paths that we kind of had to find and we were having trouble getting it started uh, we had a lot of support from our management team uh, mm -hmm. they really wanted to lift us up but you know we did hit roadblocks where we didn't know who we should be talking to um, mm -hmm. who to reach out to so on and so forth and while we were doing this and at least putting out the signals that 
we want BAM Canada to be a thing, or as I like to call BAMIDA uh, sometimes, uh, <laughs> we wanted BAMIDA to be a thing. Um, you know, one of those signals caught John, who was on his same path, right? He's realizing he's a sales manager, uh, corporate level in Microsoft Canada, but he's also not seeing people that look like him in his workspace. Uh, and we were introduced by uh, my district manager uh, or market manager, Allison Evans. And from there, we've just been making waves. So uh, the timeline there is, I think, 2019, Tanya and I decided we wanted to create BAM, uh, 2019, February. And then in August of 2019 or September of 2019, John was added into our loop and we started submitting our, our paperwork. In February 2020, the BAM conference, we were announced that Canada was an official chapter of BAM. So wow. Congratulations. <laughs> That's awesome. Quite yeah. the journey. What do you and John and others uh, hope to accomplish? We talk a lot everywhere about diversity and inclusion, but sometimes people are just looking at di diversity. They think that it just means the same thing, but they forget the inclusion part where it's, we're actually creating a space for people to be comfortable. Yeah. And you know, you're comfortable when your culture is being appreciated or your culture, your, your, uh, able to share experiences with other people and they understand what you're talking about, right? And yeah. they, they feel with you, right? Not just for you, they feel with you. Yeah. So, uh, the, you know, that was my main intention. Uh, I'm somebody who likes to set up a home. Uh, if you're into like astrology, I'm a cancer. So I always like to be comfortable. Um, and I, I like to have that wherever I am and I wanted that at work. Um, so that was one of my main reasons why we did that. Um, a beautiful thing about the dynamic between John and I, who are co-chairs, is that John works at corporate and I work at retail and we're able to have a wider, broad, uh, sorry, wider, broad, a broader approach that way. Um, we can think about our career development and what, what's the retention? How are we retaining our black employees? How are we making sure that black employees are getting the opportunities to move up from retail into corp? These are conversations that John and I have on a regular, not only because it affects me, but it affects so many other uh, employees in Microsoft. So something we're passionate about. What I heard from you, Janika, was uh, this, I loved it. Diversity is one thing which feels like bringing all these different people together at the table. Inclusion is about making them all feel like they belong. They're all at home. So in your mission, you are really looking to create that sense of belonging and a home for everybody. That's admirable, fantastic. Yeah. So last question for you. Do you have any ideas on what the rest of us can do and be better allies for you? you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And what that means is having some self-reflection, understanding what your part is, how you can be doing better, learn, think, reflect, what have I done in the past that might not have looked great, you know? It's, mm -hmm. I understand, you might not have noticed that it wasn't that great in the past, but we know now, so let's learn from our past and let's create those spaces uh, let's be supportive. Let's listen. Listening is so important. You don't even understand when somebody listens to me. Oh my gosh, it feels great. Um, so listen, create spaces and educate yourself. Just keep on educating yourself. Um, 
read books by black authors. It doesn't always have to be a sad book, right? There's happy books out there too, I promise. <laughs> I promise. But keep, keep start introducing that into your lifestyle, right? Um, and I guarantee you, um, you'll be a great ally. And know when to step back and put somebody else forward. I think we're seeing a lot of that right now. Uh, which is also nice to see. You're seeing a lot of, of people step back and put a person of color forward and let them use their voice. So uh, keep that keep that constant. Just keep that going. That's what I love. I, I love it. Thank you for telling me once more why inclusion matters. <laughs> really appreciate your participation. No worries. I'm happy to be here and thank you for having me.